0: What if I told you that everyday, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday, ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Sype, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same along the way with me. To begin this podcast, I have a special message for all of those who have been listening via Apple Podcast. I'm sure that you've noticed, but no new episodes were uploaded on Tuesday or Wednesday, and yesterday's podcast didn't actually upload until this morning. After the most recent Apple update, There has been difficulty with Apple updating podcast episodes for thousands of podcasters, not just myself. So to catch up on the most recent episodes until Apple can fix this, be sure to visit the Facebook page, my Buzzsprout page, or even listen via Spotify or some other platform. And I'm really sorry for the inconvenience, and hopefully they will fix this soon. Well, today was interesting, to say the least. It actually begins by backing up to yesterday when we were purchasing our new Ford Flex at the dealership up in Georgetown, Kentucky. They were going to keep the car to fix one thing with the brakes and then detail it and call us when they were done. They said that it was next in line around 2 p.m. yesterday and that they should have it done by the evening this morning at the very latest. They said we could absolutely pick it up by 10.30 a.m. today. So I decided to take the morning off of work and come up with Kylie to get the car, since she had to run to Lexington anyway before that for a follow-up appointment with Dane. But before we left yesterday, our sales associate told us that he would give us an update last night and then again this morning so we knew when to come get it. Well, I never heard from him last night. In fact, I had to track him down, and he finally texted me back around 8 p.m. saying that he had no updates for me, just to come tomorrow after 10.30. I woke up this morning, and after the dealership opened up, I tried to reach out to our sales rep, but he wouldn't text back or answer his phone. I finally got through to someone at the dealership who said our sales rep was off today and that they would call me back immediately with some more information. Well, we got in the car to head to Dane's appointment and still had heard nothing by the time that we got to Lexington. I finally got a call from our sales rep, and he goes, Hey, Brian, uh, yeah, they haven't even started on your car yet. We had some call-ins, and they're just busy, so you're just going to have to come back another day. (laughs) Excuse me, I replied. You told me that it would be ready by 1030 to take the day off of work and now you're trying to tell me that it's not even been touched when you said that it was being pulled in to be worked on yesterday afternoon? I can't take another day off work. What am I supposed to do? I know that he could feel the frustration in my voice. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Brian, he said. This is unacceptable, I replied. I think my next conversation is going to be with the manager about this. We got off the phone and my wife patted my arm. Take it easy, she said. Call a manager, but remember, you need to be kind. I nodded and took a deep breath as I tried to get connected to a manager. After being hung up on twice by other sales reps that were too busy to deal with my problem, finally I was connected to a manager named Anthony. I explained our situation from the beginning And to my surprise, he responded and said, Brian, I'm just shocked by this story, and I'm going to look into it right now. That is unacceptable. We're going to do whatever it takes to make this right, even if I have to drive the car down to you all myself. Let me speak to the shop, and I'm going to call you back in 10 minutes. I thanked him, and I apologized if I sounded frustrated. And I said, I'm sorry if I'm projecting my frustrations on you, sir. I know it's not your fault. "'and I really appreciate you helping us here. "'You're just fine, I completely understand, "'and you've been completely cordial "'with a difficult situation,' he replied. "'I waited anxiously for 10 minutes, "'and when he called me back, he said, "'Well, Brian, it looks like all of this "'can be boiled down to some serious miscommunication "'on our end. "'Your car is actually ready. "'It was ready yesterday.' but the technician took your file and made no notes or anything on it and just placed it back on the desk. The techs who came in this morning thought it was still needing serviced and put it at the end of the line as though it was just being submitted to be worked on. I'm going to ensure that it's detailed again, and it will be here waiting for you as soon as you arrive. I couldn't believe it. And I felt terrible for getting so frustrated. It wasn't that they failed to do their job and I was just put off, It was that there was just some very simple miscommunication. I thanked the manager and we drove over to pick up the car, which Kylie loves, by the way, so mission accomplished there. And I have to say that I am so thankful that I had my wife there to remind me to take a chill pill, to be kind, and to just wait and see what the manager said. It turns out, once you learn the full story, things are not nearly as bad as we originally might be led to believe. How often in life do we ignore the teaching of James by refusing to listen, being quick to speak, and being quick to anger instead of the opposite? When it comes to anger and frustration, the Proverbs have much to say about this matter. First, I'm reminded of Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 11. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise person holds it in check. I think many of us have acted foolishly in this way many times before in our lives. Something triggers us, and instead of approaching something with patience and understanding, we cut our fuse short and explode about it. The proverb reminds us that such actions are completely foolish. That a wise person learns how to control his anger and his frustrations. He is in control of his emotions and not the other way around. There's another proverb to help us understand why giving full vent to your anger is so foolish, and it's found in chapter 18 and in verse 13. The one who gives an answer before he listens, this is foolishness and a disgrace for him. Sometimes things can very simply be a miscommunication rather than what we originally thought was taking place. When we don't hear the whole matter, but act rashly by jumping to conclusions in our frustration, we will say and do stupid things. But if we are patient and listen, truly searching out the whole truth of a matter before we speak or act, we might find that there was nothing to be upset about in the first place. To be perfectly honest with you, I feel pretty stupid today. And a little ashamed by how frustrated I got originally. I needed that reminder from my wife to bring me back to center because I was getting angry and fast after that first phone call. Maybe as you're listening to this, you might be thinking back on times that you have felt this way because you acted rashly in your frustration about something too. How many times does this happen in a work situation or in our marriages? or even in our relationships in a local church. Miscommunication often leads to flared tempers and foolish words exchanged back and forth. May God help us all to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger, so as to stop acting like fools and to start responding with wisdom. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and your family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, And may we all each and every day set our minds above.